You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When the red light goes... Take two. When the red light goes off, we're just getting started. This is Off Air with Chris Thomas and Mike Conti. Giving you a look behind the scenes of Atlanta's top sports station. As we take you through the top stories of the week from the world of sports and entertainment. Welcome to Off Air. All right. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome on in to the latest episode of the Off Air Podcast. I am Chris Thomas, and look who has made his triumphant <laughs> return. The head honcho himself, Mike Conti, fresh off a West Coast swing that we will discuss in great detail in just a few minutes. Mike, how are your holidays? How are your travels? Everything good? Thanks for asking. They were great. Yours were good, too, I hope. Oh, of course. We had... Uh, my father up for his 60th birthday and a New Year's celebration all combined in one. So the hangover is just about subsiding now. So we are uh, we are raring and roaring and good to go. Man, t- I'll tell you, just wait until you get a little bit older like me. Those hangovers are going to hit even harder than they hit right now. I promise you that. Well, good thing uh, we're talking into microphones and not uh, working in a coal mine because it would be right, a lot. Exactly, it would be a lot rougher. All right, so Dylan uh, Matthews, we thank him. He did a great job in your stead, and we had a uh, we had a tough assignment yesterday that I want to start this podcast off with and get your opinion on as a brand manager. Uh, obviously, the story of the sports world was and continues to be uh, Demar Hamlin, the Buffalo Bills safety, who. Uh, took a hit on the field, and if you haven't seen the story by now, uh, pretty sure you've been living under a rock because not only has it been the lead story in the sports world, it, it's a story that's transitioned over into mainstream media. Um, you had doctors and you had uh, players and you had uh, coaches going on shows all over the country yesterday from ESPN to Good Morning America. And, uh, of course, we talked about it right here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game all day long. So, Mike, I know you were traveling a lot of the day yesterday, but from what you did get to hear from the way the station handled it, what did you what did you hear that you liked? Was there anything you wish we would have done differently? And how do you expect the staff and producers to come together to handle a situation like that? Yeah, I heard some stuff that I liked. Um, I, 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 I thought – you know, Andy Randy really hit a great kind of empathetic tone about it at the start of their show. Um, but then I think they correctly transitioned into Falcons and UGA topics because, quite frankly, that is the audience that we're serving right now. The University of Georgia plays for a national championship Monday night. We've got to cover that. The Falcons, uh, you know, playing out the string, but still we have a lot of fans who care very deeply about the future of this team and 
where they're going to end up in the draft and Desmond Ritter and all that. We've got to cover that extensively. I thought Andy and Randy, um, you know, really had the right balance of, you know, expressing the feelings that I think we all felt watching that happen. Uh, it was a horrible, horrible thing. Um, you know, and, and it was, it was very emotional seeing uh, I had a very emotional reaction seeing that I know Randy as a former player had that too um so I think the way that Andy and Randy kind of expressed how they felt watching that and how it kind of affected just how they feel about what we do in general being sports fans and covering sports I thought they had the right tone um I really did not like what one of our other shows did I'm not going to, if you don't mind, talk about it on this podcast because I think that's that's locker room talk that I have to deal with individually with that show. Sure. Uh, but I think it is possible to mess up, and I, I think we had a show that messed up. Um, it, it's a weird situation because it's a major sports story, and we talk about major sports topics all the time but we can't talk about all of them in the same way. And it's like we've talked about on this podcast before, Chris, I I try to be very, very hands off because I trust my team uh, to, to know what the right tone is on something like that, uh, that happened on Monday night. And I think for the most part, our, our hosts really got it, which was a good thing, but you can't treat this story like, another injury in the NFL or uh, another logistical issue, like what came up during the pandemic. It's just totally different. Um, Interestingly though, not without precedent. And, and, you know, I think as we wait for certainty on DeMar Hamlin's condition, this isn't really something we're going to talk about a whole lot. I, I think we'll feel better going down this road once we know with certainty that DeMar Hamlin's going to be okay. But I, I remember, you know, former Atlanta thrasher, Rich Peverly. Um... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. There was a a game after he left Atlanta. It was Columbus against Dallas, and he had a heart attack on the bench. Oh. And uh, they stopped the game, and they did not restart it. Um, Awful thing to see. Very, very scary. Very similar to DeMar Hamlin. I think they got their his heart restarted on the ice. They took him to the hospital. I don't think he ever played again, but uh, his teams played again. Uh, the, the two teams involved in the game, I think they played a day or two after. Uh, this happened in the European Soccer Championships two summers ago now, I guess, uh, with Erickson from Denmark. His heart right. stopped the pitch. Uh, they stopped the match. I think I want to say they restarted the match and they finished it. Um, because I, I know there's there's been a little bit of a, a question as to you know how does the NFL press on from here 
And I don't know if it's a topic that we're going to get into on the air at this time because I think it's still too soon. We want to see how DeMar Hamlin does with all of this. But I do think there is some recent precedent with those two instances that will give the NFL a compass on how to press forward. And hopefully as a radio station, it gives us a compass on on how to press forward too. But, you know, more than anything else, we just hope he's okay. Uh, it was an awful thing to see. Totally awful thing to see. And, uh, you know, one of the things that we have to do is, um, you know, we have to be a conduit now to allow athletes here in Atlanta to express how they feel about it. And I know Joe Patrick's going to be up in Flowery Branch today covering the Falcons. And I'm sure this is something that's going to be talked about a lot. Mm -hmm. I think we're going to hear a lot of that reaction on your show this afternoon and probably tomorrow as well. Yeah, and I think I think you hit the nail on the head when talking about the tone because uh, you know you can't you can't in the same breath uh, you know describe the horror that you see on the field and then uh, go straight into the logistics of well when is the NFL going to make up the game or how does it impact fantasy teams and playoff standings and and all that kind of stuff and we saw uh, unfortunately there were some people on Twitter and on uh, radio shows throughout the country that uh, sort of put their foot in their mouth in that regard and have caught a lot of uh, heat for it. They're striking the wrong tone and the wrong balance with uh, worrying about somebody's health and safety and then thinking about it from a, you know, a fan or a sports talk perspective. It's, and by the way, it's hard to separate that sometimes. Um. I don't necessarily want to defend Skip Bayless because I think his tweet was very ill-timed, but I'll go back to, you know, when Tom Brenneman got caught uh, saying something he should not have said on the air, and in the act of apology, a home run is hit. Everyone makes fun of him all the yeah. time about, uh, you know, I'm just, I'm so deeply, deeply sorry, and there's a drive into left field, and it's a home run, and it'll be a four-to-one game. Well, Tom Brenneman is hardwired as a play-by-play announcer to describe that. Um, Again, not defending Skip Bayless because the timing was insensitive, but, you know, I think all of us as sports journalists, we are kind of hardwired to wonder, like, okay, well, this is a game with playoff implications. What happens if they have to cancel this game? What does the league do? Uh, what's the ripple effect across the, the rest of the league? Those are things that I think are perfectly fair to wonder and think they're just maybe not the most appropriate things to verbalize in a moment like that. And I think that's where Skip Bayless got into trouble. Um, and I, I'm certainly glad that our team did not do anything like that Monday night. But I I, I do kind of see where that came from because that's just natural. Like, right. uh you know, okay, wow. I mean, th- th- this is a horrible thing. You hope he's okay. Um, you, we don't know what his condition is. Uh, we're praying for him, obviously. But in the back of our head, we're also wondering, like, what does happen from here? Uh, because we've never seen it before. There's no real play, at least in the NFL, there's no real playbook for it. Um, so I, I think that's where some of that reaction came from. And, and, I think Skip Bayless was kind of rightly checked when you saw the reaction of, of you know, scores and scores of people to his tweet. Ratioed, but, as the kids say. Ratioed, absolutely. 
Um, but when you slow down and you read the tweet, I, I think actually you kind of do understand what he meant. Uh, he just should, the, the timing was lousy. And I think if he has to apologize for anything, it's that. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, I don't know if we'll be getting that anytime soon. But no, well, he's, <laughs> he's down on it. Like I said, he doesn't work for us. So that's, that's have right. It. That's their problem. And with that, onto much greener pastures and brighter topics because you, my friend, had yourself quite a weekend, not only because of where you went, but what you got to experience and, uh, Walk us through it. I mean, I, I'm not going to lie. I was a little jealous when I heard what your plans were. And then the way that the game turned out, it couldn't have worked out any better. Yeah, well, I mean, my wife and I, we went to the Rose Bowl uh, for New Year's. We're, we're both Penn State graduates, and we, we love Penn State. Um, and it's funny. Um, we had been to the Rose Bowl once before, back in 2017. And um, it, it, it was kind of a rushed trip i had to do a falcons game the night before so we flew out to california the morning of the game we missed the parade it rained it was cold we had horrible seats uh penn state lost the game and we had to fly right back home and it was really it was a cool experience being at the rose bowl like the the rose bowl is a surreal experience uh in many different ways because i think you're just so used to watching it on television and and uh experiencing it through the magic of tv as a staple on our holiday calendar every year there's a certain like natural luster to the rose bowl with the mountains and the sunset and you know the trees that come over the top of the stadium and just how california it is very very unique so you know, it's kind of this idealistic setting, but until you're really in it, you don't really get to appreciate it. It's like going to the Masters, really. Mm. You know, you can appreciate it on TV, but until you see it in person, uh, you don't really have a full appreciation for it. Um, so, yeah, we, you know, Leanne and I, we, we had this very rushed experience six years ago going, and when Penn State got in it again, I insisted to Leanne, like, when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We've got to go back. We've got to do it right this time because this is the last ever Big Ten against Pac-12 Rose Bowl. It is very possible, if not likely, that this is the last time Penn State will play in the Rose Bowl in my lifetime. So we've got to do it. The only way Penn State gets to go to the Rose Bowl from now on is to make the playoff, be seated in that bracket, and win a playoff game. I, I don't think that's ever going to happen. Right. So... um. We did it right this time. We flew out New Year's Eve. We went to the parade. We played tourist in L.A. a little bit. We got much, much better seats. We won the game, which was incredible. Um, you know, nothing better than leaving Las Vegas after you've won a couple hundred bucks at the tables. You feel like you're a gangster. Nothing oh, better yeah. than leaving a bowl game after a win where you can win your wear your T-shirt, the sta uh, not the stadium, the, the airport the next day and walk around with a little smirk and your chest puffed out a little bit. I mean, that that part was a lot of fun. Um, 
just a really, really cool experience. I know a lot of Georgia fans uh, who are listening and watching us, um, you know, they they probably had an opportunity to go when Georgia was there a couple years ago. I know, you know, unanimously, everyone who went loved the experience. It's something I think as a football fan you have to do one time. We've done it twice now. I don't think we'll go back for a third because we've seen it all now. We've done it. Mm-hmm. But really a lot of fun. Um, hated being away from the radio station for three days. Missed a lot. Still getting caught up on emails. Still getting caught up on phone calls. I mean, it's, you know, you know the story. I mean, it's hard to take a vacation, unfortunately, sitting in my seat, even if it's only for a couple days. But well, you we know, a- it's it's funny. Last night you were, I was, I had to email you about something. Yeah. And um, I was, the first thought in my mind was like, oh man, Mike's probably sitting on a plane right now. Is not going to get to read this for a couple hours. Yep. There's going to be 500 emails waiting for him. when. He and that's what back. it was. That's what it was. <laughs> Fortunately, yours was close to the top. So I got <laughs> that first. And, and actually, it's a very easy email to deal with because someone else here at the radio station is not doing what he or she is supposed to be doing. Uh, so it, it's a very easy thing for me to deal with. I just tell that person that you have to do it this way. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it, it and I think what shocked me more than anything, the amount of emails I got on Monday, which is a company holiday. Um, Like everyone was emailing me on Monday and then Tuesday morning. Good Lord. I mean, and and that's what drives you nuts because you have people here in the office who haven't been here in two weeks. You know, they, it's a lot of front office people, people who work in the business department, everything like that, not necessarily the on-air side who have the luxury of being able to take two weeks off at the end of the year on the programming side, we could never do that. No. But uh, you have a lot of needy people on their <laughs> first day back office who need your attention. And I'm still sorting my way through all the emails. I've got a couple who have just come in here in the last minute or two. It's um, nonstop. Yeah, this isn't working. That isn't working. We need this fixed. All right, one more piece of uh, interrelated news here before we get to our Hall of Fame audio. We now have a controversy. I've been anxious to address this, by the way. Okay. Anxious to address this. We have a controversy, Mike Conti, because um, there is now a battle for supremacy on uh, sitting your lovely two dogs. Because I got to do it um, just about uh, maybe two months ago. And uh, then Dylan took my place over the holiday weekend while I was out in Canton celebrating my dad's par- uh, party and New Year's. So the next time this comes up, you have two eligible sitters now who are both vying for your attention and your and your lovely home to spend some more time in with the dogs and maybe the liquor cabinet. But that's, yeah. besides, <laughs> but that's besides the point. So, and Dylan being now a friend of the podcast, it all comes together in a nice tight circle. That's so right. let's say you, Mike Conti, how do you handle this? Well, I mean, here, here's the thing. You would have gotten the honor, if you consider it that, if you were not on vacation. Okay. In fact, I asked you first, right? Yeah, and so. uh, you, you reminded me you were on vacation. So I had to go to plan B, which is Dylan. And Dylan and his girlfriend, Simone, did an awesome job with Clark and Cleo. Amazing job. Um, you know, we don't have kids, my wife and I, so our dogs are our kids. And, and you know, it, it's a big deal uh, to, to know that people you trust are caring for your animals, especially when you're 3000 miles away. Yep. So 
With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. You know, I, I don't know. Next time, and, and we have a third dog sitter, by the way, who doesn't work at the radio station, who was unavailable this time as well. I don't know. I mean, I, you did such a great job. Dylan did such a great job. It, it's certainly a a stalemate as far as the level of care that the dog that the dogs got. I think, and, and I hope Dylan doesn't take this the wrong way. I think it might lean towards you a little bit, Chris, though, because of work schedules. Oh boy. Dylan works at night. Yes. You work during the day. I like the idea of someone being home at night with the dogs as opposed to someone who gets home at 12 or one in the morning. So has nothing to do with the level of care has nothing to do with the person just kind of has to do with the schedule. I might lean towards you slightly, but I'm going to repeat. If you weren't on vacation, it would be all you, my friend. You'd You'd be in my house on new year's Eve, raiding my liquor cabinet and chilling with Clark and Cleo. So Dylan basically getting penalized because he plays for the Orioles and I and I and I play for the Yankees. So that's I don't look at it that way. (laughs) It's brand manager. I don't look at it that way. But if you want to say it that way, okay. Fair fair enough. Fair. All right. So we're gonna once again bring this uh, podcast a lot of a lot of synergy in this episode because our Hall of Fame audio uh, of the day has also to do with uh, player injury. And that is something that uh, I found fascinating from Jeff Saturday as he uh, sort of learns the hard way what it's like to be an NFL head coach now after his rocket uh, hot start. He has crashed back down to earth in the most uh, painful way possible. So so the Colts were playing the Giants last weekend. And uh, Kayvon Thibodeau, the rookie out of Oregon, who's had a great season, going to be a superstar in the league. Sacks uh, Nick Foles, who is now in at quarterback for the Colts after failed experiments from Matt Ryan and Sam Ellinger. And he proceeds to do his sack dance on the ground, mimicking a snow angel while Nick Foles is um, twitching or convulsing on the ground next to him. And uh, Jeff Saturday was none too pleased with the Giants' defensive end. Yeah, tasteless uh, from the from the celebration afterwards. Just you know, trash. Not a fan of it at all. Um, and uh, yeah, disappointed uh, from 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 the O line perspective or and for teammates in general. We protect our own man. We, um, I mean, y'all know me, man. I've, I've been here a long time. Yeah, I mean, is he calling for a little fisticuff response from his lineman there? I'm not really sure what what Coach Saturday was alluding to there when he says disappointed in the response from his offensive lineman. Uh, Mike, what did you make of that situation? Yeah, I, I don't know if he's calling out their failure to block or their failure to respond. Right. Uh, it's a tough situation. I, I I truly believe 
that the celebration would not have occurred if he looked behind him and saw Nick Foles literally convulsing. I mean, yeah. I think there's this 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 kind of professional code of respect that NFL players have for each other. You just don't violate that code of respect. Um, so, again, I, I'm not trying to take anyone off the hook, just like with Skip Bayless. I'm not trying to take him off the hook. But I don't think there was malice to that degree where, oh, yeah, uh, this guy looks like he's convulsing and I, I'm going to do snow angels. Um, I think if he knew how badly he was hurt, he would not have done that. Right. Now, to, to Saturday's point, do you really want your players getting into some kind of, as you said, fisticuff with Nick Foles down like that? No, you're you're probably in that moment, very, very concerned for his health and his safety, and you want to make sure that he's attended to. So I'm going to assume that Jeff Saturday, who's a very nice guy, coaches high school football up in Atlanta, probably will do that again once <laughs> the, the season is over. Yeah. Um, I have to think he was making a statement more about his line's inability to block, which may have led to Nick Foles getting hurt in that way. Uh, I can't imagine any reasonable person would want his center or his right guard to start a fight with his quarterback down on the field convulsing. Yeah. Um, I think this will just come down to um, a learning moment for Thibodeau, a learning moment for Jeff Saturday on how to channel his frustrations as a coach and make sure that, um, you know, when you talk to the media that, you're clear and you're concise in your message yep. and you're not uh, leaving anything up for interpretation. And especially when it comes to player safety and uh, the famous line, Mike, of protecting the shield at yep. all costs, which we're seeing right now to the nth degree with uh, DeMar Hamlin. And it's just, it's it, to me, it's so interesting because you have the, you have the total, you have the total juxtaposition of what the NFL is displayed on a screen at one time. You have the the joy and and the spectacle of a guy who just made an amazing play and is showing you why this sport is so entertaining. And then you have a guy writhing in pain on the ground right next to him in the same camera shot showing you why the sport is so dangerous and can affect so many lives in so many different ways. And then to see that all in sort of one frame, I thought was like almost like a like a piece of artwork. Um, yeah, you know, just yeah. to demonstrate the the double edged sword that is the NFL. Yeah, yeah, I, I, it's funny. I was watching Full Metal Jacket on the flight out to L.A. Okay, and uh, it, that makes Our me goodness. think of the scene with with, with uh, Private Joker wearing the peace symbol and and uh, the killing machine helmet. Yep. <laughs> And he gets questioned about that from one of his superiors. And he goes, well, sir, I might have been making a comment about the duality of man, sir. <laughs> Maybe there was a little bit of a duality of man situation there. It, 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 the NFL's had a really tough year. Yeah, um, It's had a really, really tough year uh, full of scandal, full of a lot of unsavory things, and now very serious player injuries kind of on the end of it. And... Um, you know, I'm an auto racing fan. In many ways, this reminds me of the 1973 Indianapolis 500, which was rain delayed like through four different days. And they finally got 
They're trying to start the race, and there was a horrible crash where a car actually went into the stands, Whoa. and a bunch of people got very badly hurt. And then they tried restarting the race a couple days later, and there were two really awful accidents when they restarted the race, and a driver got killed, a pit crew member got killed, and then it started raining again at the end of the race, and they just called it. And what Gordon Johncock was the winner, and he basically said by the end of it, everyone just wanted it to end and go home. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And I kind of have that feeling about the NFL season this year. Like, it just feels like everybody wants this thing to end and go home. And, um, you know, in, in some respects, I feel that as well. Um, hopefully, though... DeMar Hamlin's going to be okay, we hope. And, uh, you know, hopefully we, we have a, an end of the season that's, uh, you know, rewarding for everyone involved. But it's been, it's been tough. There, there's not been a whole lot of joy uh, in this NFL season. And um, it's, uh, it, it has nothing to do with, what, with what's happening with the local team, just the league in general. Yeah, every Thursday night game stunk this year. Like, yep, yep. All the Thursday night games were terrible. Uh, a lot of the national TV games in general were really bad. It's just, you're kind of at the point now as a casual fan where it's like, you know what? Let's get this thing done. Let's get to the Super Bowl. Let's get it over and let's just reset for next year. Yeah. Give Tom Brady his eighth ring and let's, let, let's, let's be done with it. I don't think that's going to happen, but yeah, I mean, <laughs> let's, let's just get it done. And speaking of getting it done, uh, this will do it for the latest edition of the Off Air Podcast because Mike Conti has an email inbox full of stuff he needs to respond to. Got to get back to it. So, so you have fun with that, my friend. Follow him at MikeConti929. I am at C. Thomas Radio. We'll talk to you guys in just a couple days.